Live in, uh, live in the Happy GA podcast. We are. So this is the first time streaming live on Facebook anyways. I feel like I need to get a little more cozy to you over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we no go. Should be, should be in frame. And you're uh, streaming live on Apogee Man uh, Instagram, uh, IGTV? Not live on Instagram okay. right now, just Facebook. Okay. But anyways, we got a lot to cover tonight. So uh, once again, thanks for listening to the Apogee Ape. We are a local community here in Oregon that we're just trying to give you guys uh, not some in, some inside inner working information on the community and everything that's going on here. Obviously, we're in the middle of this big flu, and we're just trying to see what we need to do uh, to move forward to make some positive. Uh, action here for our community. So I guess to kind of, do you want to give a like a recap on the day and like kind of just where we're at with everything numbers wise? Yeah, for sure. And please, you know, if our numbers are not accurate right now, everything is just moving around. There's so yep. many different um, things going on right now. So we're talking about the coronavirus, uh, of course, right now. And uh, well, first the market today uh, was horrible. We took a 13 point drop today. Um, that's horrible for our 401ks but yeah. worse than that uh we have 47 cases uh confirmed right now with nine new ones and so nine brand new ones yeah today, yeah um it's horrible uh, and then one death as well um Let's see if i can go live here i watched the governor did an announcement today she talked about how one in five oregonians are expected to contract the um coronavirus it's a lot uh, yeah it is uh luckily a lot of us are still healthy and can take it right now um and so only 20 percent of that one in five uh oregonians are expected to be hospitalized or actually go into a clinic the other 80 percent can be treated at home it was 20 percent she yeah, said 20 percent okay, will I, need I um, medical attention okay wow so um, some big things. Another big thing today, uh, the, government, the governor shut down all restaurants and bars um, and entertainment facilities. So any, uh, the bars and restaurants can still operate on a to-go basis only um, and no gatherings larger than 25 people. So that she went down from 250 to 25. The CDC and the president today recommended going down to 10. I know my company in Albany is taking that very serious. Yeah. Um, you can't not. To the 10. Oh, no, not at all. Can't not take that serious. Um, when they're talking 20% of everybody could possibly end up in the or 20% of those one in five. So how many how many Oregonians is that? If we ran the numbers? I haven't ran the numbers so yet. Here. Well, let me bust out uh, the handicap. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Try to figure. Um, and then we're out. also facing other things that are, you know, government um, agencies that might be shutting down there that are non-emergency. So we also have things like that going on. Excuse me, I did that wrong. Oh, um, worse. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so let's see. Right, there's four million. We have right about four million. Right about Oregonians. four million Oregonians. I mean, we're wrong. With that's that's it within in the window. Okay, and so and um, then twenty percent of those are expected to contract, contract and seek medical attention contract and seek well one in five one in five oregonians so you can divide is it one in five oregonians is are expected, expected to contract the virus or yes. they're expected to both contract and receive one in five oregonians will contract the virus and then 20 percent of that will need right. medical attention so that's that's what i wanted to make sure that around so that's yeah one hundred and sixty thousand. Wow, people that and might need to talk see. about our hospitals are usually, especially the emergency numbers. rooms and stuff, are already usually pretty far booked. Yeah, so they've been talking a lot about flattening that bell curve, and so what they're trying to do, what they're trying to do, 
is shorten shorten this wavelength, um, and so we don't have this acute spike. So if we have the spike, uh, you know, I guess everything's kind of a yin, yin yin and a yang, is the way that I understand that if we have this big spike in acute cases, that we will overrun the medical system. Uh, we won't have, I guess, a lot like Italy did, where they just had all those problems overran everything, couldn't do anything about it, and just seemed to have a higher mortality rate. Um, I heard that 60% of us, this is I think from the UK, that if 60% of everybody does contract and get over the virus, that that's kind of what builds our herd mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, you know, we're still in this for a while. We don't know. Yeah, for sure. Where, where, we, we don't know. We haven't, we haven't hit that peak. So we don't know if we're going to be in this for a big spike or if we're just going to kind of ride this flu storm for a couple of months yeah because we cannot compare ourselves to italy or china either because um unfortunately uh, americans health is fairly poor when you talk about diabetes and respiratory issues asthma um you know we're going into the hay fever allergy season right now and so a lot of people like myself that don't have asthma all year round um you know have an acute case of asthma through the allergy season. Um, so that, that's a very serious issue. We only do, we do have Washington that's anywhere from two to three weeks ahead of us in this game right now. Yeah. And so we do have a little bit of a, you know, a magic ball to look into, um, that crystal ball to look into. And so Did we'll we see. Did we get any update on Washington numbers? We should maybe. I, yeah, I didn't get an update probably, on we should Washington probably, numbers. Like, They're definitely closing down a lot faster than we are. Uh, to include their schools, I I can't yeah. speak for schools, but I would say, you know, I don't think this two week shutdown is going to be the minimum. I, you know, I, I agree. Uh, the reason why I agree is because Governor Brown came out and uh, made that statement today about twenty five people, mm-hmm. and there's that many kids in a class, class. going gym and everywhere else that they go yeah, down sure. the halls. So I don't I don't know how you get around that. It might be a real good time for us to kind of, you know, as part of one of the solution base, because what, again, what we want to do here is not build hysteria. We want to just, you know, let you know what's going on, but be, what do we do from now, from this point forward with the information that we have? We want to be productive and proactive and less reactive to everything. So we want to, we're kind of at this point where, okay, what do we do now? We understand that some of us are going to get it. Um, how bad it's going to be, we don't know. Yeah. So let's be honest about what we don't know and just figure out what we need to do from here. Uh, so as far as moving forward, now I can barely see my <laughs> my board over here. Um, well, so so I think we, have some, we have some lost scream notes. Yeah, I think we're going to segue into business and how businesses are being affected. You know, business yeah. economy, everything runs off the economy. You know, I've worked in business development for quite a while and everything – really bases around the economy and that's that's a scary i'll let you start but yeah it's it's pretty scary right now a lot of business owners that i know right now to put it bluntly what i see in all these groups i'm the nature of the business that i am is we have multiple operation we ha, we run multiple businesses under my business mm-hmm. so in all of these groups uh, they're freaking the fuck out they don't know what to do we're in the event business and everything's canceled nothing 25 people or more now the cdc and the president they say 10 that's a i mean it's unprecedented nobody knows what to do Uh, from a client's perspective all these weddings if everything's canceled you know, I, I, I'm getting emails by the moment of just everybody like, hey, can we switch this? Can we switch that? 
and everything's moving so quickly that it's hard for me to put together. I'm dragging my heels a lot, I guess, is what I'm saying, is I've kind of put out a, a statement of like, hey, we're making some changes. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. There, and, that, and that's just it. It's, it's, it. There's been a lot of speculation about what could happen, what might happen. Nobody knows what will happen. And a lot of entrepreneurs you know, like myself were, were comfortable operating in the unknown uh, because we're charting new territory all the time. But this is something that there's no history to draw from. We, we just don't know. And neither none of our clients know. Yeah. So business, government officials, citizens, it doesn't matter like what your social status is. We are all in this together. Absolutely. You know, when you start talking about the restaurants and um, bar industry and entertainment, um, you know, it's not a huge profit margin. We were talking earlier, you know, the average restaurant runs between three and 7% of net profit. Yeah. And, you know, one day of shutdown can definitely hurt you. And to include their employees, you know, my favorite restaurant in Albany has six or seven employees. And for those people just to go incomeless is, I mean, that can just be devastating. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's. I know several servers too, uh, bartenders. You know, th- if you're. If your bar is shut down, you know, those are, that's a night to night business. That's mm-hmm. not a paycheck to paycheck business. That's mm-hmm. what you get that night that you earn from your job is the money you have. And when there is a closing of all these businesses, they have no money. And when they go to the store, what little money they have to try to buy stuff just isn't there. What happens next? That's, like, yeah, that's, that's a what huge struggle. That's what I'm trying to avoid. I don't want to spread the hysteria, but we need to understand where we're at, that if we're not careful, that we could very easily end up in a very bad place. So let's put that on the table now. What's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is martial law and chaos. Okay, that's the worst case scenario. Probably not going to happen. What do we need to do to make sure that 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 doesn't happen? Work backwards from that and put together a solution-based system. So if we can find some different places for drop-offs for resources, whether it's, uh, you know, clothing or food or diapers or mm-hmm. somebody's got all the fucking toilet paper. <laughs> so like, let's, let's find a place to bring that to where we can share these things again. And let's start to network with our neighbors. We, we can talk to everybody without actually having to be there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. That's the nice thing through this is we can organize resources through online planning, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, TikTok, whatever we want to use. We can put this, uh, we, can, we can talk to all of our neighbors, we can coordinate all of these things, all of these drop-offs rather easily. I think that another thing that we should do too is we should start uh, putting you know, some thought into how we're gonna run childcare so that some people can go to work. That's going to be hard. Well, and, you know, we were talking about it earlier, and we, we can go right into that, but the um, stepping up as a leader, you know, there's a lot of us in this community that are willing to do it. So if you are active in your church, you can send out, you know, every group has a Facebook group now. So if you're in a Facebook church group, you know, put out there like, hey, if there's a need, contact me. I might not have it, but I might know somebody who does. Yeah. You know, if you are in an HOA that has a Facebook group, Put that out there like, hey, I, I might not have it, but I might know someone who does. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. We watched a video a few minutes ago, and it was a mom crying because there's literally no diapers in the store. There's no diapers for her kid. 
you know, and personally, you know, we go to Costco, my family goes to Costco, we buy the giant pack of toilet paper, right? Uh, we're only going to buy the four or six pack right now because there are legitimate families out there that are much larger than mine Yeah, that really do need those big packs. So my family, and I'm sure you too, you know, we're not, <laughs> we're, we're taking less right now. Um, and unfortunately there's people out there that are taking a lot more and yeah. it's just, it's really sad. So we need people to step up as leaders and demonstrate what, how an Oregonian can be. We are kind of a granola, little hippie state, uh, you know, tree cargers, but let's take care of ourselves and our each other. Um, that's such a huge thing. So I really need some leaders and people have been doing it. There has been a lot of people yeah. stepping up. I'm very proud of that, but we need another layer of people stepping up as well. You know, there's a lot of communities out there that haven't been able to get help. And we're at that point now, um, that it's, it's getting bad. You know, it's not hurricane Katrina where we really did have martial law and people were looting. Um, but it's, it's going to get bad and the economy is just going to hurt a lot of people. That's one thing that really worries me is that as we weather the storm that I'm trying to figure out and navigate for, for myself, my business and our employees is how to navigate what's going to happen with this virus, especially in the event business. If we have this acute thing where boom and it's in and out in six weeks. Okay. We, you know, we will be all right. Cause then we're still into our summer months and, you know, to be honest for us, thank God, this didn't happen in July and August. That's when everything is. If that happened, I mean, that's that's a yeah. humongous portion of our revenue stream. And without without that, I don't know what we do. Um, so it, 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 we're all in this situation, but it's not just me. The restaurants, the bars, anywhere you go that's not Costco, basically, it but seems yeah, like it's uh, yeah. just everybody's suffering. Nobody's traveling. Nobody's buying gas. Nobody buys gas. Nobody buys, you know, all the other stuff inside. You know, the, well, the convenience store might be doing okay now, but, you know, there's no truck driver delivering the fuel. There's everything goes down the line. When that truck driver doesn't deliver the fuel, he doesn't buy the other things or he doesn't have the resources. Like everything just has a spiderweb effect. And we got hit real hard with a big rock in the windshield right now. Yeah. That's that's what happened, and it's um, it wasn't a little one, and we need to understand that it's not done spiderwebbing yet, and how quickly it happens, we do have a little bit of control over. So if we do have this acute spike, which I think that we're not going to have at this point, so if we're going to limit down to 10, President Trump came down and said we're going to limit would recommend yeah really at that point when you recommend and you're a local governor on that level or a mayor or whatever mm -hmm. you for all politically correct purposes you make the behooven decision and you go down to 10 yeah that's what's gonna happen yeah for sure so that's where we're headed real quick um i believe i could be wrong uh but when we do that the virus doesn't go anywhere you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that, like, yeah, for sure. That's one of the myths that they dispelled is it doesn't go anywhere. So the virus is still there. So we still have the infection rates, but we're going to weather the storm. Mm -hmm. And if we weather the storm, how long can we seclude people or have people obey the seclusion for 10 people or 25 people or less? I don't think that people are going to tolerate that for more than a month. Two, well, yeah, without something, which isn't going to come to that, but, it, but how do we 
move forward with knowing the nature of people. We have to follow the rules. You know, <laughs> in the military, when you're going through basic training, it really sucks. You know, it's a horrible experience. Nobody yeah. likes it. And then you get done, and you're like, whatever. But the easiest way, the fastest way to get out of basic training is to finish it. You have to follow the rules. So the social distancing, you know, yeah. the staying home and not just going to the dog park. Sorry, your dog gets to run in the backyard today. You know, those are things that we need to follow the rules. You know, and we talked about evolving as a society and going to the movie theater. This is kind of gross, but going to the movie theater and the movie gets out and 100 guys go in the bathroom and only 25 to 30 of them wash their hands afterwards. We got to start working on our hygiene. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lysol now is in time. Like, if you haven't invested in Clorox or Lysol, now is the time to do it because our society is changing. It's 100% changing. Um, and we just have to be a cleaner, healthier society. Because the people that are contracting this virus and it's really affecting are the more sick. And a lot of us have put ourselves in that, in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to have to take better care of ourselves and we're going to be teaching better hygiene. And it's probably, I hope that it comes down on a global level too. So that our neighbors where things like this are coming from, Mm -hmm. like we can't just have these wet animal meat markets where it's just everything goes. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the recipe for these sorts of things to pop up. And this one's a mild one compared to what some that have. And it's a mild one compared to what will, if we're, if it's allowed to continue. But that's why when people criticize cutting aid to other countries when we have so much bad here, like people that need help here, mm-hmm. well, providing aid to a lot of other countries helps them sustain their sanitary conditions, helps them give them clean water. Because if the people in Uganda are getting sick with a very contagious virus, it's going to eventually work its way here. So that's where even if it's a different country, we're still taking care of our neighbor. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we're all in this together. We're all on one rock. Yeah, for sure. There's no, I don't think, I don't think you go up to space and take a picture of the earth and have it be outlined. So, um, do we want to talk, we're running out of time, but do we want to talk about goals? Why don't, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah. So goals, um, just want to set some real community goals. So what I mean by this is that when we talk about community goals, it's what do we want to do moving forward? Do we want to sit here and bitch and piss and whine and moan about not having this or that or what somebody else did or didn't do? Did the governor take too long to say this to the president, not do this when they should have, it doesn't matter. We need to slow down, take a deep breath. Okay. We're in this. What do we do? A fear is a very powerful emotion and it has to be managed because it's very destructive. Uh, It will cause, it it will destroy us if we allow it. We can't allow the fear and the hysteria to take control of us and to take control of all the resources that we have. So moving forward, I believe that we just need to take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Everybody's off work. Mm -hmm. Most people have something to eat for a while, right? We have somewhere... Most people in America have somewhere to sleep and they have something to eat and they still have all of the people that they love. That's where we are. Yeah. We're okay. Let's take inventory of the situation though so that we know how to navigate the waters so that we can look ahead, not be fearful of the situation, but understand it. Be introspective of what we're doing. Have we had poor hygiene? Um, Are we out and about too much? Are we taking it too seriously, not seriously enough? Are we part of a problem? Are we part of the solution? Um, If we're fearful and we're just hoarding food, you're part of the problem. That is part of the problem. So moving forward, um, 
I want to talk about, you know, reflection. So mm-hmm. look at what you can give, not what you can get right now. Most of us do still have something and whether it's time, let's focus on maybe you can give time. Is your time spent on your cell phone? If you can do that, well, hey, maybe you're on Facebook or Instagram already. Help organize groups and drop-offs. You don't have to sit there and mindlessly waste your time and your life. Do something productive with it. Give yourself a little bit of sacrifice. Uh, And so 